Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., everybody, welcome to The Wedding Dish. We're coming to you over full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C. The Wedding Dish is the essential wedding podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples, wedding pros in the D.C. area, and we read listeners' stories on our mini episodes. Um, you'll hear tips and tricks about wedding planning, gain wedding inspiration, and hear real-life wedding experiences from the planning process to the celebration, heartwarming moments, or even funny stories. I'm here with Sarah Alipin, co-host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of District Bliss and Photos from the Hardy. And that's Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. As usual, we have our little French bulldog sidekick, Clouseau, in his podcasting chair. And um, we're going to get down to it. So before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please check it out. We interviewed real-life married couple of 43 years and Sarah's parents who met on a plane. (laughs) Yep, my parents. They're super cute. Be sure to catch the rest of the story. Um, And you can always check out our show notes at the wedding podcast. Sorry. Words. (laughs) The wedding. (laughs) Words. They're hard today. (laughs) Theweddingdishpodcast.com. And you'll get to check out their photos, too, which is super fun. Um, Also, huge thanks to everybody listening. And um, we've gotten so much awesome feedback. Thank you guys for sending that our way. Um, So today we have with us. Jonathan Mervis, um, whose wedding photos from the Hardy captured uh, last Labor Day weekend, I think. Yep. Yeah. And um, we do not have his wife, Marnie, with us, um, but she's awesome. And I will probably be uh, reminding you of some little funny Marnie things from your wedding day as we go through today's questions. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. (laughs) I love her. She's so, so cute. Me too. I wonder if we should call her in and surprise her. (laughs) Oh my God. Like one of those radio talk shows, you know, like. (laughs) If we had the technology, (laughs) maybe we should call her on our iPhone. (laughs) Maybe we can try it over the break and see if we can get her in. (laughs) Sounds cool. All right. Anything could happen today, listeners, so stay tuned. Yeah, you never know. You never know what Jonathan's going to (laughs) say. You never know what I'm going to say either. Um, So tell me, how did you guys meet? We met on an app called um, Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, We were. Yeah, I know. It's fun, right? Um, and you, sorry, you guys are D.C. couple. You're D.C. residents, yeah? We're D.C. Okay. residents now. We're yes. both from the Maryland area, the suburbs okay. of D.C. Um, we had never met before, of course. Like, we didn't know each other, but we were living at that time. It's, I love this part. On opposite sides of Meridian Hill Park. I was, really? I was at the corner, the bottom right corner. She was in the top right corner. Weird. Um, of Meridian Hill Park. And um, we'd both probably gone for you know walks or whatever and hung out in the park. Over the years, we'd both been living at our respective places about seven years. Wow. Like in D.C., that's like, you know, yeah. four generations. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, an app connects you with people nearby. She was no further than, you know, the opposite side of the park. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I had no idea that is something that that's new to me. Yeah. 
Um, I tell some people that I think we met on the cloud because it's probably a cloud-based app. I should fill, <laughs> I should fill everyone in. Sarah photographed yes. Jonathan's wedding. So yes. That's how they know each other. Yeah. Well, we know each other even before that. Oh, okay. I, I did not know that. So here we go. <laughs> so we met on Tinder, the two of us. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so at Mervis Diamond, which is uh, my family's business in diamond jewelry, um, we've been partnering or, you know, informally friendly with Photos from the Hardy for many years. Oh, okay. Um, they've done, I think, an incredible job in social media, putting up happy photos and stories. And Thanks. Uh, yeah. So they would just tag us, you know, with like, oh, you cool. know, he, Here's a couple's photos or whatever it is. The, the rings were from Mervis Diamond and we would, you know, really use some of the photos because they were awesome photos. We'd get permission. Yeah. And um, so we sort of built a great relationship working together. Yeah. Um, as two local businesses. Um, nice. And uh, then when it came time to get engaged and married, you know, there was nowhere else to go but photos from the heart. I love it. Yeah. That's cute. I it's didn't know that. It's been super fun. Yeah. And he actually, so Jonathan actually reached out to District Bliss at the same time um, because we host the networking socials and he was interested in like coming and figuring out what we were all about and stuff. So um, when I met him, the first time I met him was at a networking event in Alexandria and he was picking up Marnie at DCA. And um, he, like, was having a blast at our event and whatever. And then he was like, all right, well, I've got to go. Now I'm going to start to get late. And I was like, okay, we'll take Did you say late or laid? Late. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> because I sent him with donuts for her. Because uh-huh. I was like, well, if you're going to Wait, late. where did you get the donuts? They from- were for the event. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sandy Pony Donuts. So good. They're made with cake batter. Uh-huh. Um, so they're super donuts. good. Yeah. I also... Uh, Took some of the flowers at the end of your event. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I showed up at the airport, you know, flowers and donuts. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually could partially be responsible for your (laughs) super happy, adorable marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. You get the assist. (laughs) I get get credit for the assist. (laughs) Love it. Oh my gosh, that is not how they got got engaged, though. So um, I guess I'm going to jump to that then, I guess, and sure. ask you, tell me about the proposal. Oh, it's a good question. Um, where should I start, right? Um, hmm. Just where do you start in the story? So we dated about three years, um, a little less than three years. I, of course, had this mental milestone in my mind, like three years is coming. Um, and so I wanted to do it before that marker. Um, and Picking a ring was pretty easy for me. I'm in the <laughs> diamond jewelry business, so um, I sort of know the styles. I know what she sort of likes. Um, and so, you know, I got the ring together. That was easy. And then I thought, how am I going to do this? Like, I've seen over-the-top proposals over the years. I've seen photos. People tell me stories. Yeah. Um, you know, climbing the top of Mount Machu Picchu and then, like, doing it. Like, I've just heard <laughs> so many crazy things. So... In my mind, I was like, what can we do? What could I do that would be, like, per- personal to us, like, our relationship? Like, I didn't want to just, you know, do it at Kennedy Center because it's a fancy place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we live right now um, sort of backing up to uh, Blackton Alley, if anyone knows that area. It's, it's sort of a cool little uh, intersection of um, alleys and art and murals and uh, little coffee shops and stuff. So that's, like, our little happy place. You know, we go for walks and play with the dogs in the neighborhood. Um, so what I did is I, I set up, uh, a little photographer, sorry, I set up a little ruse, right? I told her, oh, we're meeting a friend of mine for a uh, double date. We're going to this like fancy steakhouse around the corner. And so get ready for like, you know, night out. 
And she's thinking or told me like, what do you, why are you doing this? We're going to South Africa tomorrow on this trip. Like we have stuff to do. We got planning to do. We got pack. I was like, well, we're not going to see these friends for a while. So like it was the only night we could do. She's like, all right, but I have to go running. Like I didn't go this morning. And she's like, well, can we move dinner? And I was like, well, we can move. So anyway, there was like a lot of logistics there. So, um, Basically, so, yeah, so I got, uh, I asked a friend of mine, uh, also a photographer, Ben Draws, I never know his last name, uh, <laughs> can you set up uh, in the alley, like behind my car, you know, sort of hide behind the car, I'm going to walk out with her, we're going to go for a walk through the alley, like sort of that's our special place, I'm going to say a lot of sweet things to her, um, and then at, I'm going to stop under this um, we did like a dry run, me and Ben, like where the lighting would be good under the street lamps. Like, That's awesome. uh, you know, it's just, it's dark. It's an alley. So, um, we did, you know, I'm going to say a couple nice things here, here and here. And then <laughs> this is like, I was like drawing a play, like a coach on a whiteboard. And oh like where I put the X, I'm going to stop. And, uh, that's where I'm going to ask her. So like, make sure you're ready. Um, and I'm communicating with him back and forth over text. Like, where are you? Like, how, how's it going? Because now she's like getting ready for this dinner and needs extra time to shower, get ready. So <laughs> basically, long story, not short, but long story coming on end. Uh, we go for a little walk. He captures it all on, on camera. Um, it, I'm so happy we did that. And if, if there are people out there listening and I can say one good thing, capture your proposal on camera, get the photos, because it's just something that you'll always have. And it's such a blur, and you won't be able to remember it. It's like yeah, this most magical thing in life, and to not have it captured, it, it's a shame. So anyway, so we do this, and then she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, and, I, and she's like, all right, well, we got to go now. Like, they're waiting for us because, of course, like, we're <laughs> hugging and kissing and crying. I'm like, no, there's no actual dinner with my friend Eugene. <laughs> and she's like, what? Like, does he know that? Like, no, no, no. He doesn't know anything about this. And she's like, I'm so confused. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, are we still going to South Africa? Is that true? And I was like, no, we're not going to Africa. And she's like, what? I was like, no, no I'm just kidding. We are going to Africa. <laughs> so oh, my God. She was so like, what's real? What's not real? Um, I can picture this knowing her. She would be so bright red right now and glaring at him in like the cutest loving way. Yeah. No, we, it was really fun. So. Uh, we got some extra photos, like, after this, uh, like, a little, little photo shoot. Um, and then we did go to the dinner, just me and her. What's the steakhouse, by the way? Uh, RPM. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know that place. It's really good. Yeah. I would be like, we're not going to the steakhouse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to Fridays. <laughs> I have a coupon. You're we get like, free breadsticks. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> RPM's awesome. Shout out to RPM. Yeah. Um, so we went there. We had dinner. And then uh, I told her, you know, she course called family and whatnot told them the news and then uh, I had sort of a bunch of friends and family meet us back at our apartment after the dinner and we sort of had champagne oh, and as like nice. a send-off and some I don't know other snacks and then uh, yeah the next morning we went to South Africa together which I thought was just it to me that was the way I wanted to do it I wanted to go together as a unit to sort of like we're starting our life together um, it's where my family's from and to me it, it sort of was a, a way of sort of introducing her to sort of a part of me and my history. Um, and a lot of friends had sort of suggested to me, like, propose in South Africa, you know, climb, whatever, climb Table Mountain, something incredible, propose at a winery. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to propose in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. <laughs> and then life can only get better. <laughs> I'm 
mean, it's the cutest alley. It they, is. Didn't you propose to her in front of the love mural? No, not in the front of the love mural, but um, but yeah, of course, it's got the love mural and like some. It's just like a happy place, right? Yeah. And it's got some character, and it's like real. It's um, DC. It's totally a DC yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's our space. Like, we live right there. So, you know. What's the coffee shop that's right there? La, La Cologne. Cologne. Yeah. Yeah. La Cologne is there. That's, that's, yeah, it's a really cute little place. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I'm thinking 20 years, 30 years from now, we're going to look back at maybe those photos. And we'll remember not just like that night, but like that time of life. Remember when we lived there and that yeah. would like, we would have nothing to do on Saturday and Sunday. And hopefully that, you know, 20 years from now, we'll be, you know, have other things like responsibilities and kids and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's my life. That's a really nice story. I love yeah. that. I love that so much. And then your family was with you guys in South Africa, and wasn't her family there too? Yeah, so that was pretty unusual. Um, my I, my company does a marketing-related sort of trip to South Africa um, because our company branding is all about South Africa, and we get our diamonds from there. So we do a trip um, where we take customers and listeners to South Africa, show them what it's all about. Um, and we've done this every year, um, and her family actually, her parents bought onto the trip to be a part of it um, just because they thought, you know, John and Marnie are going, John's parents are going, we'll go. That's cool. It's fun. Um, And so, yeah, so it was really incredible to spend like the next 10 days all together. um, You know, maybe it's not the way you're supposed to do like a honeymoon with your parents there. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, we had some private time as well as, you know, like nice dinners together and wineries and stuff like that. So it was cool. And then also like her parents got to meet so many of my extended cousins and aunts and uncles and like really sort of brought two families together. And did they come to the wedding? Who's that? Her parents? No. Of course her parents came to the wedding. No, they decided to stay inside at their own house. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, the family that was in South Africa. Uh, yeah, some of it. Some, some of that family. I mean, not all of it. So it's amazing, you know, when you have family in two different places. We have a family gathering here. And of course there's cousins and little kids running around in different generations and that's the people that I know better it's sort of amazing when I go back to another place like that there's another massive group of people that I just don't see very often but yeah like 50 people all got together like when we had like a family barbecue that's so nice that's awesome I love that so it was really cool and uh, we went on safari down there Um, it's really most incredible experience I mean again for listeners planning honeymoons safari is so amazing it's nothing like any vacation you've ever done. It's not like another beach vacation. It's not, you know, another city. It's not like going to London. It's not like going to, even if you go to Bora Bora, it, it's a beach, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, safari is just, just incredible. Um, so we did that. And of course, Cape Town where um, it has beaches, but also wineries and uh, like art galleries and um, just beautiful. I think we're going there next year. So I'm going to oh, ask nice. you for a bunch of advice on that. Oh, happy to share. <laughs> Hopefully my family will be able to join us. We'll see. TBD on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what was the first thing you noticed about Marnie? We're going to circle back to that question because I skipped it. And I sure. think I also put them in the wrong order, which well, is who cares? what I do. Well, I mean, there's no wrong order to relationships and love. You know, that's I think, true. <laughs> you know, sometimes Thank things you. can happen like in unexpected order. And maybe that's actually part of our story. I'll, I'll get there, actually. Um, Maybe this is a DC thing. What was the question? What did I like about her? What did you first notice, notice about, about her? her? Um, there was just instant chemistry. There was. There was instant. And maybe that's physical. Maybe that's emotional. Maybe that's 
um, I like the things you say, and it's you're funny, and you're cute, and you're smart. Super smart. Um, and super But it's funny. all of that together, right? Like, that's the sort of un... How, how long did you guys figure out, like, when you were on the app, like, how how long did it take till you were like, we live across the park from each other? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't... I almost want to contact uh, the company and read that conversation. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you can. It seems like it would live I'm somewhere. I'm sure they, pr- they record it. They probably just I mean, don't say. They should have our data and they should sell it to me. That would be yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was going to say. Um, so the funny thing about how sort of our app conversation translated to real life is, and I think this is very common in sort of maybe the modern world or DC, I don't know. Um, we're busy, right? So I say, let's hang out this time. Let's get a drink. She's busy. Can't do it. She's like, what about this time? I'm busy. Can't do it. What about this time? So we ended up planning our first date like pretty far in advance. I don't remember how far, but it was like absurdly far in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, But then between that conversation and then the date, we kept talking back and forth and I would just call her and she was like, what? Like you're calling? (laughs) Like no one ever calls. And I have a commute from Tyson's back to D.C. And I would just, like, talk to her. And we just started building this, like, incredible relationship. Or the beginnings of relationship. And um, eventually I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, what are you doing tonight? Like, I know DC we were. D.C. gridlock binds people together in undying love. <laughs> what did you say, gridlock? Yeah. No, traffic and, you know, it's a silver lining. Um <laughs> So it, whereas, like, initially we couldn't meet for, let's just say, six weeks or eight weeks or something ridiculous, I, I was just like, what are you, why, tonight, what are you doing tonight? Like, let's meet. Um, and she's like, oh, she can't, she is uh, babysitting her nephews and nieces who live in Mount Pleasant. And I was like, well, that's great, but they go to bed. So what time do they go to bed? I was like, we're going to meet. Um, and whatever time, I was like, all right, great. So it, let's meet at Mark's Cafe, which is a um, little spot in Mount Pleasant. Whenever they go to bed, you're done. Or whatever, your, the parents get home. And we ended up meeting that night. We had our first date. And it was like, we called it like the pre-date. Because we, nice. we already had our first date on the books. It was like weeks ahead. Um, and it was great. Cute. Uh, and we had this little thing. And then uh, it started snowing. It was like one of those first, you know, snows in D.C. where it's extra special because you're excited. Is it going to snow? Is it not going to snow? Mm-hmm. And then uh, this went so well that like we had another pre-date. Like, I don't remember exactly how much further along, but coming up and by the time our actual first date happened it felt like we'd been known like known each other forever and we had our first date which like almost made it official like it was weird like it was out of order yeah like our first date was supposed to be the beginning but that was like in a way all right we now can take the relationship up a level mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that uh, i i didn't know this story yeah uh the second date gets a lot of conversation well has become like a folklore and at my wedding became part of the speech or some of the friends talking that I, I like to cook. Uh, I like to play around in the kitchen and stuff. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I, I have fun. I'll say that. And I decided that like, I needed a walk because I feel like you go to these Asian restaurants and the food just tastes different. Like they know what they're, it's different. Yeah. So I decided I like, I want to walk. And so I invited her over to like, we're going to make like Asian food and I'm going to like buy a walk and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) And then I thought, like, I buy too much random stuff for the kitchen that I use, like, once. You know, like a cold, fresh apple. You're overthinking it. Right. And then I'm like, I should not go to, like, buy some expensive walk. And then, you know what? But I want to walk. And so, like, what do you do, right? So I went on Craigslist, and I bought a used walk. <laughs> and I thought that, like, so I was like, how do I get, like, a cheap walk? 
So I found an Asian man on Craigslist, right? It sounds like someone's going to die here. I found an Asian man on Craigslist who was moving out of the area, and I drove to his house, went to his basement, (laughs) and, like, I could have been killed, but I bought a walk for $5. (laughs) $5 walk. John. And, uh, And then she comes over, and I'm wearing a robe that I bought when I was traveling once in Asia. Like... (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like I'm like a huge Yeah, it sounds like she's going to die. <laughs> right. And so she's like, who are you? And so I'm wearing this like Asian silk robe with like lotus flowers on it. And she's like thinking, oh my God. So, and I was like, I have this walk and we're going to make dinner. And we made dinner and just laughed and joked. And um, it was great. So that was one of our first dates. And still to this day, we use that walk all the time. We cook together all the time. Um, That's cute. Yeah. And it's like one of our, you know, every couple or whatever has like their early stories i that's why she loves you yeah because you are that is just so you that whole story (laughs) describes your personality perfectly (laughs) well thank you (laughs) oh my god marnie i love you so much (laughs) i hope she listens to this later and has a good time she will you know we're going on a big trip uh next week no, where are you going? Yeah, we're going to have a lot of hours together. Um, I mean, to listen to podcasts. We are uh, <laughs> flying to Buenos Aires. Oh, wow. And then going to be there for a few days. And then we're going on a cruise um, with her whole family for her parents' 50th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Jinx, you owe where, me a Where soda. does the cruise go? So it goes around South America. So Buenos wow. Aires is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes all the way, like, you know sort of hugging the coast, going to different cities, but then all the way around to the West Coast. That's so much fun. And we're going to see, like, I guess around, like, the more Arctic areas, like penguins and whales and stuff. And then also go to beaches. Like, we're going to different weather patterns. It's very Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, but a lot of hours on airplanes for podcast listening. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. I went there when I was, like, 11, which is the worst time to be a girl. Um, Between 11 and 13. And uh, I had so much fun. We did like a road trip up the coast. um, And yeah, it was like, it's one of my favorite memories. So you guys are going to have the best time. And um, because if if 11 year old Sarah could enjoy that trip, then you guys will definitely enjoy it as adults. Oh, looking forward to it. Um, I can't wait to see photos. Make sure you take a ton and make sure you send them to me. I will. So that I can enjoy them through you. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about your wedding. Okay. When did you get married? It was so fun. <laughs> it was. I don't know what your questions are, but I <laughs> it loved it. It was so fun. I absolutely loved it. People say, though, oh, my God, my wedding was so stressful or whatever. Like, I had a blast. I was drinking. Well, I was told that you're not allowed to drink too much before the ceremony. Yeah. And, and you, you didn't. didn't. No, I mean, I, I had strict night. instructions. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was the only one who broke anything, and I broke a glass at the at the place you were staying. Really? Yeah. While you were the photographer? Yeah, I was trying to get their Damn. glasses together and I and one of them just shattered in my hand oh, over God. the sink at least. Oh, okay. But I was like, uh-oh. Oh, okay. I well, thought maybe you it's meant good luck. like everyone was just like, ah, this is so fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was the one that was a mess apparently. Um, no, go ahead. Sorry, didn't uh, mean to interrupt. It, no, it was okay. in your back. It was back. It was in your Marty's wife, parents' yeah. backyard. In Maryland. And really yeah. it wasn't even their backyard. It was the neighbor's backyard that's sweet i mean it's sort of yeah it's kind of both tangential to their house but the neighbors were super sweet um we went over there like hey in advance they're like you know not that day (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way we have like 
do you mind? Um, and we were, you know, what's so funny is we were driving around to, you know, after we got engaged, we wanted somewhere like low key, like not a fancy hotel like we're sitting in right now. And um, we're driving around to different like, uh, I don't know, unusual, non-traditional wedding venues. And you're going and they're like all nice and stuff, but essentially they're all small and you're doing it outside. Like, you can be in the barn or whatever it is or the vineyard. But, like, most of the stuff, you're putting up a tent. You're putting up a tent. Mm-hmm. And we reached the point. It's like, wait a minute. Your parents have grass, too. <laughs> like, yeah. outside their house. Yeah. Putting up a tent there or putting up a tent at, like, a vineyard in whatever. Leesburg. Leesburg it's <laughs> the same thing, except your parents won't charge us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the route we went. Uh, but anyway, it was so fun. Uh, the neighbors were so sweet. We're like, no problem. Uh, the day of the wedding... Uh, we could see them like dancing and stuff because they could hear the music, of course. And like them and their kids, they were like on their deck, like <laughs> sort of partying with us, which was so funny. That is so funny. I didn't notice. Yeah. So well, you, one of my get... friends went into the bushes to, to pee. Oh, no. <laughs> and he told me that. Wait, so did you, you got, an, you got specific directions that you couldn't drink at all? Or they were just like, you can drink at this certain time and you I have to watch yourself? I don't remember. No, it wasn't you can't drink at all, but you can't go through the ceremony. Um, you can't go through ceremony like drunk or you got to be like serious. And I think actually this could have been like a Jewish law maybe that like you have to be in your right mind. Like okay. you're going through a very important thing. <laughs> you can't be like, well, I was drunk. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe that's where it stems from that like this is serious. You're making a life commitment. Got it. Um, so after the ceremony, whatever you want. But like for the ceremony, this is a serious decision. Um, but the wedding was so fun. Um, just the whole day, the, your photography was awesome and captured it. Did you, was there like, um, were all the people that came to the reception, there was the, your ceremony was right there too. Yes. And then you just started to the reception right then. Yep. Yeah. That's nice. Um, we had, you know, once you're using like open space, it's not like, you know, in a hotel, you're going to move from room one to room two. Um, Basically, you know, we just sort of identified like three areas. We're going to have the reception here, the cocktail hour here, the wedding here. And it was great. Put it all together. Um, And uh, for I got lots of advice. If if, who's your listener for this podcast? Is it to be is it engaged couples, married couples, wedding vendors? Generally engaged and wedding vendors. Okay, so here's my my advice for engaged couples. Okay, ask our questions for us. I'm sorry? I said ask our questions for us. No. No, it's just okay. a joke between us. It's hilarious. Oh, I just do all the roles here. Yeah. I also will clean the room. I'm your janitor, and I'll get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> One-stop shop. Um, so if we would have gone to a winery in Leesburg, they would have thought of things that happen at a wedding before they happen mm-hmm. yeah. because they've done weddings before. Mm-hmm. Her parents, I love them, but they've never hosted a wedding. Yeah. And so, like, we were going through everything in real time for the first time. Like, traffic uh, hiccups in the cul-de-sac where they live. Like, we didn't think through, oh, we have a bus coming from the hotel bringing guests. But the bus can't turn around. In advance, we thought, of course, uh, people can come in and out of here. But not if lots of other guests parallel park on the street. And And a lot of people did. And then, you know, maybe the wedding coordinator we had a wedding planner maybe she thought of this she maybe thought that the solution was that she would ask people to not park on the street that's a terrible solution because (laughs) you can't be everywhere at all times 
Yeah. And she told me when this problem started bubbling up that people weren't listening to her and everyone would give her an excuse like, oh, I'm part of the family or like, oh, my leg hurts. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe other people can't park in the street, but like, you know, I'm an old lady, whatever. She's like, no one is accepting my rules. I was like, well, welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has an opinion, right? Everybody um, has so many opinions. So this isn't a word of don't host a wedding at a non-traditional venue that doesn't have experience. It's just know that these things are going to happen. And uh, God bless my wife and God bless the family. That And you had 200 people, right? We had 200 yeah. people. Um, that so it, was, it wasn't a small... It was the biggest yeah. wedding that venue had ever had. <laughs> 200 people is a lot anyway. Yeah. Like on a cul-de-sac road. Like right. that stuff just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hiccups will happen. So this is like the, the, the message is like you have to either be cool with it and know your personality and say like that's fine. Hiccups are going to happen. There's going to be a bus that's stuck. Can't get it out of the mo- Whatever. It was stuck for I don't know how many minutes. Couldn't drive back. It did the first round of pickup for the guests. And that couldn't get back to the second round because oh it couldn't turn God. around. But And we got stuck in the driveway. Same, same thing? We got blocked in? Yeah, we got blocked by the in by the florist. Okay. Because they were bringing in all these florals and they needed... But we had... I had driven John and Marnie to the wedding. So I was like, well, I'll drive up the driveway. So you needed like a traffic cop. Right. We'd, and you yeah, couldn't... Someone that was like, didn't, no, you are out of here. Or just like install spikes all around. <laughs> yeah. That um, would have helped too. It was a super, super long driveway too. It's a long driveway. So, but the, the solution for all of this is you have to be okay with these things. Yeah. You have to be willing to just, all right, well, we'll ride with it. And then you sort of have to inform, and this was key, key players to solve problems. Mm-hmm. So like Marnie's got a friend, Marissa, who's awesome, love her, and she's smart and capable, and she solved problems as they came up that we didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. She Which was at the, the goal. hotel when the somehow she realized that the bus wasn't coming back, and she ordered Ubers for everyone. Wow. And I like, love that. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, and she, I mean, I don't even know how many Uber accounts she has, but like there were old guests that didn't have phones or Uber or whatever. I guess I have phones. She's like, I'll teach you how to do it. I'll download Uber. Like, Oh my gosh, she saved the day. She saved the day. And like that, I think you maybe, here's another maybe advice. And we didn't do this in advance, but identify like three or four people who are like your, yeah. your like problem yeah. solvers. <laughs> and they can't be like your mom because your mom's going to want to be in the dance floor and in the photos. Yeah. And they shouldn't be wrangling guests for photos either. Um, Moms aren't good at Ubering either. Yeah. Yeah. No. I wouldn't trust her. <laughs> um, so... I mean, you can't predict what the problem. So that was one problem. Another problem we had, uh, and I don't mean to harp on problems, but no, no it's, it's good it's advice. Yeah. It, it's exactly what's going to happen if you have it at a non-traditional venue, like at a hotel. I don't know what goes wrong, but they've thought of this before. Yeah, like the day or two. Of course, rain was a big consideration. We were thinking about it and planning to some degree about it, um, but we couldn't think of everything. So, like, also God bless Amazon and overnight shipping. So when I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Like, so net with the rain, I wasn't just worried about the water coming in. I was worried about the muddy yeah. Oh, yeah. everywhere. And so I bought tons of these like wooden slatted like walkways. And I thought all the major thoroughfares like to the bathroom and back, like everywhere, I'm going to build like a network of these things. Wow. And so I bought tons of this stuff. Um, I was thinking you were going to say you bought boots for everybody. <laughs> right. No, we did buy a zillion umbrellas. 
um, like different. That's smart. Fancy I umbrellas. Have of that. We bought a lot of stuff. We bought like these pop up tents, which are amazing, for like a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars. You can get a pop up tent, which is like ten foot by ten foot, not huge, like what you'd see at like the farmers market. Yeah. Um, but we thought like in the case of rain, there's gonna be so many things that need to be covered, and we're like the line to the bathroom. Some people get wet, so like, all right, we're gonna put a tent there. We felt like we ended up needing a tent where the musicians during the ceremony said that the rain would damage their instruments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we needed to put them under these. So all of these like random things we bought, some we used, some we ended up returning, we didn't use. But um, you, I think you have to know yourself to thine own self be true. Was that Shakespeare? Yes. Or Sarah, who made that comment? <laughs> I don't know. Probably like both, but it was Shakespeare Shakespeare first. before. Um, <laughs> if that's not you, if you're not like go with the flow, if you're a planner who wants everything perfect, don't do this. Yeah. Marty and I got engaged and married within uh, maybe six months, five months. I don't know. It was super fast. And we knew very well, like, it's not going to be perfect. And that's totally fine. We wanted to get married. We want our family to be there. Um, This was the time that people could make it and international travel, whatever. And we're like, that's fine. You know, things won't be all perfect, but we're going to be married. And who cares? Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a great day. It was so great. It was. Oh, my God. I forgot to show you my T-shirt. Oh, can you talk for a second? I'm gonna take the headphones off and show you my T-shirt. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, so, <laughs> when I met Marnie, um, I, w- oh my gosh, Aww, you got like your own like slogan, like hashtag. This shirt says just Mervied. His last name is Mervis. We are taking a photo of you in that. Yeah. Yeah. After this, so this was a surprise. Um, I didn't even know about this. Did everybody get that? No, only I did. Oh, Marnie wow. said it was the most expensive t-shirt on the planet. Um, <laughs> she paid a designer by the hour to like make it. That's very cute. And it took him like two hours. I mean, how much can one t-shirt cost? Anyway, that's not the point of this. Um, that, yeah, so she gave me a gift that's like on our wedding. Um, she made custom t-shirts for both of us, just Mervied. Oh my God, I and, love it. And then we wore these, um... Basically, the next day, also, like, to the Aww. airport, and we got on our plane together. Like, it was cute. So, my favorite part of the fact that you just did this is because... So, in Frederick, they have this, like, pretzel-crusted pizza that they got for the guys, because I was with the guys, um, that they got for the guys, like, before the ceremony for their lunch. And John was worried that he was going to get pizza sauce on his t-shirt and he only had one. So he was like, all right, well, I'm going to take my shirt off. And he just stood there bare chested and (laughs) ate his pizza. Uh, you don't want to stay in your wedding suit. It sounds really delicious in your <laughs> defense. No. I mean, I would do probably do the same thing, like pretzel crusted pizza. He was really Oh, that place is great. Like, what is called, that? I think it's called Pizza and Pretzel Creations or something like that. Mm. I'm sure if you Google that term. I have more advice for couples. Okay. Let's. We're going to take a break. Yeah. And then you, we have a tons of, we want to hear all the advice. Yes. Great. All right. Let's take a break.
right, we are back. And um, as you know, we have John Mervis with us today on The Wedding Dish, whose wedding photos from the Hardy captured uh, last Labor Day, right? Yeah, last Labor Day. Um, which was super fun. And I'm going to turn it over to Steph to ask some questions and have John give us some more advice. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit more into the wedding planning process and okay. kind of pick your brain about that a little sure. bit, if that's okay. Sure. It's a small um, brain, though. Sorry. Well, I have a small head, so we'll be good there. <laughs> um, Sarah's always telling me to pr- press this thing m- uh-huh. on my head more, but it doesn't. Um, so <laughs> she's talking about the headphones. You like squish them at the top, yeah, and they get tighter, but not on my head. Um, <laughs> and I, it just that just lends to the fact that I probably have a small brain. But anyway, oh no, moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, um, what would you ch- would you change anything about the wedding? planning process and side question were you guys always going to do the backyard wedding you said you toured several places so like when did that switch over happen where you were like this doesn't make any sense or like this is not worth the money or like so yeah yeah, so basically we we sort of knew we didn't want to do like the sort of sterile hotel wedding um a of course you didn't want that blank slate feeling in a hotel no um it's not because like, all right, well, people have done that because people have also done farm weddings and like, you know, we didn't want to be, it wasn't just sort of the novelty. It just like didn't feel right for us. Like, um, Marnie didn't really want a wedding. Um, I sort of have to say that and I know it's a wedding show and it's all about all this. No, I, no, I didn't want a wedding either. I got married at the courthouse. So there you go. Um, she was like, it's about, it's like so much nonsense, so much fluff, so much. That's how I felt. So much stress. It's expensive. Like. Like maybe let's just have like a picnic in the backyard, invite your family, my family, <laughs> a couple friends, and like she didn't want it, anything yeah. else. Um like of course social pressures just don't allow that to happen, right? right? Like yeah. uh everyone has an opinion, being family or me or rabbi. I mean, just everyone has something to say. Yeah. Um so it we were looking, all right, for a, a venue that would be informal. She also, you know, as somebody um she didn't want anything over the top in terms of like fancy, but she also didn't want to like be the center of attention. She didn't mm-hmm. want to have a room of a million people looking at her and asking her questions and whatever. So we wanted something small and intimate. I guess that was what we were going for. Small okay. and intimate. Mm-hmm. We didn't get small, but I think we got intimate. <laughs> um, a, because it was like 100 degrees and people are sweaty and dancing at our <laughs> wedding. And it was like, you better know each other and like each other because <laughs> it was intimate. Um, so we were looking at wedding venues. Um, I think we used Wedding Wire or The Knot to look for like places we started driving around we, we found places we liked um there's a beautiful place i actually want to give a shout out to x la chapelle it's aix la chapelle like david chapelle um it looked beautiful um and it looked a newish venue out in poolsville somewhere maryland um i love that place we, we would have booked it there but ultimately we wouldn't fit in there like it was like a old farm yeah we wouldn't the size of our wedding was growing so much that we wouldn't fit in there building mm-hmm. and then they're like oh no problem just do a tent then i get it and then at that point we're like wait a minute if we're gonna do a tent and do everything in tents and like yes it's a beautiful scenery but we could just let's do this just move into our neighbor's backyard. let's just do it our neighbor's backyard <laughs> um so uh that's a little bit how it went the it wasn't a new idea to do it at her parents house uh in terms of um i remember even on our engagement trip to South Africa that we had done, and of course we're talking sort of cat not casually, but preliminarily, like where would we want to do a wedding? Like how soon would we want to do a wedding? 
we had this idea of maybe we should do it at your parents' house, like small, informal in the backyard. It's pretty. There's trees. Um, and so that had been like a very early idea. Then maybe like put in the back burner and then it came back. It got legs as you went on. It got went, legs. went on the trip and everything. It kind of just made sense after a while. Right, right, yeah. Right. Okay. I love that. And it was perfectly you guys that day. I mean, everything about it, like, um, sorry, I'm jumping Steph's questions. No, but that's okay. Like Marnie, who I don't think really identifies herself as being artistic. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. She would say she can't draw. Okay. So she made your ketubah. Yeah. Well, that was a joint project. Wow. And it was, and it was oh, gorgeous. It okay. Uh, I mean, it was like moss and wood it was beautiful you can talk about it well, but it was it was sort of like everything in the wedding and you know we're not really diy people in terms of like we don't have yeah. tons of little pinteresty things around our house but like we just didn't want everything to be like this is the standard right wedding this is the standard ketubah this is the standard everything so we had been on a in miami one time uh, walking around and that we walked into this really cool flower shop and they had, of course, flowers everywhere. Or actually, it was like an artist's space with flowers. And there was really cool art on the walls made of moss. Wow. Like, it was living art, but it was, like, not just... It was beautiful. Yeah. And I think I really kept talking about it for a long time afterwards. And then when we were thinking about the ketubah, I was like, can we get, like, a ketubah... For listeners who don't know it, it's sort of a Jewish um, tradition to have this sort of legal document is called the ketubah, um, sort of officially making you married. And, you know, in words that most people don't understand, because it's not English, says like, <laughs> here are the obligations as a as a husband and as a wife. I mean, this is before same sex marriage. Um, I mean, this was written 2000 years ago um, that I will do the following for you and you'll do the following for me. And we're signing this. This is official. There it is. Right. No, take it back. No, take it back. <laughs> no, I was drunk. Doesn't count. Right? Um, so we didn't want to have this thing. So we were thinking, well, what if we got this document, but like framed it with like a living wall, like in our house, we're going to get like living plants to be living around this thing and it will look, look cool. And there's something symbolic about how this document didn't just sort of exist when we got married once. Like we constantly water it. We're taking care of these plants. It's like our marriage is like constantly renewing. Yeah. Um, and we like that idea. Um, and growing. And growing. Right. Um, and it'll change and through the seasons and all that. So then they got like, of course, they started looking into this more. And we found that making it a living wall would be like really challenging and could be damaging to the actual ketubah because there's water involved and whatever. So we found an artist on Etsy who would make us a custom piece of not with a living uh, greenery, but with um, what do they call it? Uh, moss preserved moss yeah and it actually looks like it's living yeah like, oh, cool. it looks like living moss and we'll put a picture up on Instagram yeah the way we did it I mean because they don't like we didn't find them by searching ketubah we yeah. found them by searching like moss art or something um, we asked them just like you make the whole like uh, frame and then we'll just buy a ketubah on a piece of paper and just like glue it in the middle and so that was this idea that ultimately was, like, very collaborative. Um, and she did, of course, like the, I don't know, she's more exacting than I am. I'm not a detail person. So you guys, like, really wanted, and you did, like, really personalize your wedding, even though you only had, like, four months, and you were kind of, like, incorporating some, like, DIY stuff, like using your parents' neighbor's yard and stuff. Right. And you had a large wedding party. 
you had sort of like not too much time to put it together, but you still stuck to like what your vision was, which is like, I don't want a cookie cutter yeah, wedding. Exactly. Both of you. That's a good point. Um, like we tried it for everything. Like let's make it our own. Um, like for walking down the aisle, um, we asked collectively, we have, I don't know, nine or 10, um, so nieces many. and nephews. So many. Um, so family is very important to, to both of us on, on both sides. And so we had each of the nieces and nephews, like go down the aisle doing some like funny like shtick. So like one of them had a hula hoop went down. One of them like had Aww. like like a pretend cowboy he had like a little horse on a stick. One of them uh, was like jump roping down the aisle. And of course they're different ages. And, and they all had sunglasses or something Aww, like that's cute, cute that made them feel like they were dressed up. In Not some like forced way. down like this yeah. like eerie hallway where everyone's looking at. They them. were having <laughs> waiting for them oh, to screw up. Best time. Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was so, it was really cool. That's and nice. actually, some of the photos really captured like the, some of the older guests and even like grandparents, like like admiring, like wow, what an amazing family! Like their little grandkids, like doing the hula hoop like amazingly well because they practiced for weeks. You know, like this was a big deal for them. Yeah, that's nice. And actually, that's a good point to why you want to have two photographers because one of us captured the kids and one of us captured the emotion of the guests mm-hmm. there. Um, so just. FYI to anyone listening, that was a huge plus, I think, in your wedding because we got so many reactions. Because we had a third person at your mm-hmm. wedding because you had a long wedding day. Um, yeah, totally. You need multiple people. I mean, you get 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's just so many different things happening. Like you're running like, a, I don't know the analogy, but there's like, there's events happening at every place. And there are people reacting to the events right. too. Exactly. Um, another thing we wanted to do, which we didn't end up doing, was we thought of like one of these comedy central roasts how they say like <laughs> we thought let's have <laughs> let's have my two nieces who are both like very advanced and eloquent i'm gonna say precocious like let's have them as the MCs of our wedding and sort of be like all right well we got like grandma Gigi in the back and then like making some sort of comment about her and like thanks to this person who came and like sort of little dig to them so we we had this idea we thought they would love it <laughs> Anyway, we asked them, and they were, like, so scared. Like, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, no, we'll write the script for you. They're like, no, no, no. Like, I, they didn't want to do it. The little girls didn't. The little girls okay. didn't. And, yeah, their parents were like, of course they don't. Like, you're asking them to be MCs and, like, make these, like. like Which ones you host the Oscars? Right. We thought it would be so uh, funny. It's no pressure. Um, I think it's a cute idea, though, but I, I get it. it. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, in the end, that idea got, uh, it was my eldest niece and Marnie's eldest niece. Okay. Um. Uh, That's in the, very funny. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to, like, the people we would have thanked anyway for coming in from near and far, but, like, making little jokes. Yeah. Um, that perfectly describes your personality and your relationship with Marnie. Right. I yeah. love that. I mean, she... Like, you wanted to have a lot of laughter. We wanted yeah. to have laughter and, yeah. like, let's honor these people, but also not in a in a way that phony, is like, just, like, obligatory. <laughs> like, all right, Aunt Susie came from Houston. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Aunt Susie... No one likes you. Okay. So <laughs> that, that uh, concept got uh, watered down a little bit because we had to make it easier for them, the kids, um, who shirked responsibility. And so we uh, basically changed the role from this roasting to they were going to do the, for the first time ever, you know, sort of John and Marnie, but then we said they could change it to like something funny or whatever they wanted for the first time ever. And so they made it Uncle John G., which is like what my family affectionately has called me since I was a kid. 
Uncle John G and Aunt Marnie for the first time ever. So, oh, that's Aww. cute. And we have some again great photos of them and like Matthias, um, the eldest nephew, has got this long, beautiful hair and like it's flying in the wind as he's like jumping up and down. So exciting. Oh my gosh! I now I know which ones it was. Yeah. So uh, again, it was like everything we try to make our own, um, and you know, no wedding is sort of like the logistics were all haywire. But like, I don't care. Like, it's these parts that I I love. Yeah. You mentioned in in your questionnaire that one of your relatives gave you a book about marriage or something, mm-hmm. and I was wondering your sister, I think, right? My sister. Yeah. What was the title of the book? Because everyone could want to know, like. Sure. Hey, help me in my marriage because it's such a tense time. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, can you talk a little bit about that? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember offhand, but yeah. I can get Will it for you, you. Yeah, send it to us um, later. We'll, we'll link put it to in the it. show. But notes. I thought this was really wise of her that, you know, leading up to your wedding, and, if, you know, obviously you're concerned about all these details that are ornamental and beautiful and sentimental and all the words, but they're all about the party. And my sister really got. I think to the point where she said, like, you're starting a marriage. This is like you. It's a relationship. It's hopefully going to be forever. And you have to prep for that. Like, forget about what time the flowers are going to arrive. Like, this is a lifelong commitment. And um, she basically bought us a book. And she's like, you should both read this and discuss it and, like, know what you're getting yourself into in a positive way. And, like, now when things are all perfect, talk about these issues. Like, let's learn, like, the... The, the lexicon, like have the right communication avenues so that when problems do arise, you can reflect back on the book and be like, oh, yeah, you're you're the anchor in this situation and you're the wave and you're the stone. Like, I like that. You know, these are the metaphors that you use in the book. But I know if, if Marnie says like, oh, yeah, this is what an anchor does. I'll be like, oh, yeah, we read that. And we could even go back to the book. So I like that. Um, I do, too. I have a thought that um, if you want to launch this business with me. <laughs> that it's a license business. I'm sorry, not licensing like, you know, collegiate peril. That there are driver's licenses for if you want to be a driver and there's a marriage license to be married at the court, but they don't require anything of you at the court. Like it's insane. I think there should be a required course that you go through with teachers and trainings and mock situations and fights. Ooh, and mock situations. I like the sound of that. <laughs> it should be required. It should be socially imposed because, of course, no legal component could be. Although maybe we could structure some financial incentives. A tax for, break if you if you complete the training before you get married. Yeah, like that. It should be insane that you enter into a lifelong commitment with zero preparation. They, they actually shouldn't allow it. It's insane. Like if you want to buy a gun, and I re- I'm sorry to make this morbid. That's a life decision. If you use a gun and make a mistake, that's a life decision. Yeah. And I mean, make a mistake, kill yourself, kill somebody else. They don't let you just do that. They make you wait five days. They do a background check. But to get married, there's nothing. I think that's insane. So what I'm proposing is a, like, there's an organic trade it's true. That on, on, like, food. It's as organic or, like, kosher has, like, a kosher symbol. I think we should have, like, a certified, if you want to marry me, like, sorry. Her family should know that John has been, like, approved. He's gone through this course. He's learned communication styles. He's learned how to handle money and finances. No one talked to us about yeah. that. Um, like, yeah, what are, that's true. I never thought about nobody talking to that's us. That's interesting. That. Maybe you could sell it to like Yelp or something or, yeah. like, or one of the dating services because like 
you would be a better match for someone if you have better <laughs> communication skills, right? Like, straight up. And everyone should feel better about it in terms of like her, you know, the parents of a of a bride want to know that she's off to, to responsible hands. Same with the groom too. Same with I the mean, groom. your parents wanted to know that Marnie was responsible and and loved you and knew how to take care of you. Yeah. My husband and I would just like to have like a tactical operation. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't need the communication, but it sounds fun to me that we like, you know, break down a house together that's like filled with bad people. Like that would be good for our relationship uh-huh. before we got married. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to do a tack op? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That sounds fun. Well, yeah, we can have different flavors of the course. Yeah. You know, you could have it more outdoorsy. You could have it more like religious well, component. Well, you could have a you could have a pressurized situation about weddings, right? So you could have like grandma insists on this, but husband's sister is coming in strong with this. Like, what are you going to do? What's the compromise? Like, what? How are you going to fix this? Because in my case, I just opted out, and I was like, bam, I'm going to the courthouse. So I didn't really think I had any options. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it get like situations like that. Not only just at wedding time on, like you said, insignificant details, but down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thankfully, our, our marriage, I mean, now we've been married a little over a year. Everything's been great. It's easy. Um, you know, we have no difficulties in life. Like, we have no kids, no, no, <laughs> no kids, no, like, hardship, right? Everything is wonderful. But, um, you know, I'm aware that it doesn't always go that way yeah, uh, yeah. i mean as life progresses so right um i wanted to bring up and, and I, of course i'm not the leading the interview but i just had a thought about backup contingencies okay do you want that now or later now yeah let's talk about that contingency planning okay any of your listeners in it know that like you need contingency you need like uh backups right a server goes down you need a backup server so if you're a guy and you're wearing a suit and they were serving at the appetizer hour, cocktail hour, like little hot dogs with ketchup. You have to know that like ketchup can get on your shirt. Like I didn't want to eat the pizza. Yeah. So I had a backup of all of my clothing at the, the wedding. Yeah, he Smart. did. Um, and but not your undershirt. Well, you did not have those a are expensive. Undershirt. Those are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's why he ate the pizza shirtless because yeah. he only had one undershirt. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things. It makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah. You didn't think of that. Because I never thought like, oh, my undershirt's going to get stained. I know, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> so, so so this is the contingency. So at our wedding, we did a, uh, I don't even know what you'd call this, but basically after the ceremony, it was just so raucous and wonderful and warm. Somehow a bunch of my guy friends lifted me up like a, I don't even know, a cheerleader or something, and then threw me in the air. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And this is on like a deck outside her house. It was great. Anyway, I was like loving it. Anyway, my <laughs> pants ripped down the seam, like on the crotch. <laughs> my brand new suit I just bought ripped down this crotch. So I don't know who got a good view of my underwear that day. But anyway, so my backup blue suit came in perfect handy. Um, I had another suit to put on. No one knew the difference. I didn't even know this. So little did I know that I went to in the house later because someone's like, oh, dude, like your fly. No, not your fly. Your entire pants are it. <laughs> um, I went in the house to change the other suit. And Marnie's sister was in the house doing something else. Um, and she's like, what happened? I told her. She's like, oh, give me that. And she's a like she knows how to sew. Wow. So while I was wearing the backup suit, she sewed the first suit up. 
she made it back to perfect and then I could switch back. So, um, yeah. Wow. You got, you, you had quite a bit of luck on your side with some people that were like, not You've like got a good support high maintenance, system. like, Oh, it's my time to be a guest and like, right. Be fancy. They were like, let, let's help out. That's really nice. Right. Yeah. Um, they were big. Yeah, I, we lucked out. We're, we're super happy about a lot of that. Um, so yeah, that was my thing about contingency. That's brilliant. Well, John, thank you so, so much for being here today. This was great. It was so awesome to see you and catch up. Um, I obviously have all of John's weddings photos, so I can share them on Instagram as much as I want and also on our show notes. So you guys will get to check those out. Um, It was a really awesome day. Thank you so much. And I think everybody got a lot of tips. Yeah, for sure. More than what I even thought, like the contingency plan and the side business. These are all great things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it was well worth it. <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And for the rosé as well. Yes. Your listeners don't know that we had rosé. Yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of do because we always have it. <laughs> also, a little ad sponsor, Yes Way Rosé. Thank you. Um, please go out, buy Yes Way Rosé. Tell them you heard it here. The wedding. We ha- like it. Hashtag I lo- sponsor. I love a rosé. <laughs> the Wedding Dish Podcast sponsor. Um, so, uh, thank you guys for tuning into the wedding dish brought to you over full service radio at the line hotel in Adams, Morgan, DC, and be sure and subscribe rate and review the wedding dish on your preferred podcast listening platform and send us your holiday wedding proposal stories on our website, the wedding dish You can fill out a form tell us if you have anything related to engagements proposals holiday meeting meeting people during the holiday season and just fill out that form on our website and click the submit button on the menu yeah and then um also uh next week is our is our season closer for um season one season one and then we'll be starting back up in january so um we're super excited and thanks everybody for hanging with us on the wedding dish the podcast where we chat about all things wedding from the planning process to inspiration to business and so much more have a great day guys